This is Minutia Men with Rick and Dave. Do you remember when we were first married? To our wives, not to each other. Mm. Yes. Um, And we were in that stage where we would fake enthusiasm for stuff we didn't care about. Do you remember that? I mean, when, yeah, when did, it was didn't, didn't that pretty much end when the wet after the wedding? <laughs> no, well, in, I think it was in the lead up to the wedding. <laughs> yeah, I mean, definitely it waned. Yeah, I'm not gonna, uh, and and you know, it was pretty much everything that we didn't. Yeah, fa- I mean, we didn't care about anything. Yeah, so I, it was fake enthusiasm. I remember about uh, when we first started dating, Bridget and I actually went out dancing once or twice. <laughs> Talk about false advertising. <laughs> I, I remember once Michelle. <laughs> Michelle bought a duvet cover. Yeah. And I actually go, oh, I love it. Like, <laughs> couldn't care less. Uh, well, we got a new hot water heater installed last week. Yeah, I okay. saw that on, on Facebook. Well, f- and for Michelle, it was like the Super Bowl, the, you know, Charles Coronation, the yeah. man landing on the moon, the whole thing. I mean, this was her, this was her, you know, shining moment. Right? Yeah. Um, and then when she found, we actually have a neighbor who lived. Uh, a couple doors down who works for apt electronics yeah and uh the happiest day of her life was not our wedding it was when she found out that he could be our mole on the inside to get this water (laughs) so let's just be honest i did not share her exuberance for the hot water that's that's shocking uh and quite frankly i got a little annoyed with how much she was talking about to the lead up into the into the hot water you know into the installation um so for 12 days it has been installed for 12 days okay yeah i have refused to go down there to look at it okay it's in our laundry wow, room this is really some <laughs> passive aggressive uh, <laughs> very passive aggressive i have not looked at the four thousand dollar thing yeah until that but yesterday she asked me and i think she was beginning to realize what was going on okay she asked me what the color of the hot water heater was wow okay. right i took a shot white it was wrong Oh, okay. I, th- I thought it was white too. No, it wasn't white. Um, and but I think I may have overplayed my hand a little bit because she looked at me and she goes, "Well, you don't care, so I'm not going to. I'm not going to tell you what I've got planned for the kitchen." Oh no! <laughs> so oh, no! So my little petty, yeah, passive aggressive, not caring, fake enthusiasm. Yeah. Exactly. Well, it seems like she has broken the code. Yeah, I am screwed. Which is no. very hard to do with you because you're such a complex <laughs> creature. <laughs> right. You really are. Yeah. All right, well, we have a show to do. Let's uh, let's do it. The following is a Tony Lasano podcast. An Opi production on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. This is Minutia, Minutia Man, Man with Rick and Dave. Uh, and they've got all like these, you know, she's, she was telling me all about these, you know, things that it can do and how it's going to save the planet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Blah, blah, blah. Panda shmandas yeah, as far as Blah, blah, blah. Hey, we got a huge show today. We got to get going, okay. I think. Here, can you cue the Jenkins jingle? I can. It's right here. When you're on the job and you're not doing it right. Jenkins! Time now for Dave to share stories of employee screw-ups. Jenkins! It could only be... Jenkins! Jenkins! With Rick and Dave. Jenkins! Uh, the story also comes out of Florida, but I'm not going to ask you to do the Florida jingle. Thank you. Have, I appreciate that. that. Been Miami Heat mascot sent to the hospital after a halftime skit goes bad. 
During halftime of game four of the NBA Finals, quick, who are the two teams that were in the NBA? Um, <laughs> the the Nuggets and the Heat. Okay, <laughs> there you go. You know, one of them won yesterday. Yeah, Which it one? was the Nuggets. <laughs> yes, it was the Nuggets. <laughs> Huge basketball fan. So during halftime of game four, which was last week, Mixed martial arts champion Conor McGregor. You can do a Conor McGregor. Yeah. Do your Conor McGregor. No, I can't. I can't. It's an Irish guy. Yeah. No, I thought he was Scottish. No, he's Irish. Oh. Uh, oh, let me has to go up here. Uh, so, mixed martial arts champion Conor McGregor um, was part of this halftime shtick. Okay. okay. Yeah. He was pitching. He's got like the spray. That if you like, it was an Irish Spring. <laughs> no, see, once you start, you can't stop, right? But he's got like this spray, this like anesthesia spray. You know how when you used to watch baseball, or yeah. they still do, where yeah. you get hit in the face and they just put some spray on it right. and go back on. Yeah, yeah. Why don't they sell that in the stores, <laughs> right? I well, know. they do. Evidently, Conor McGregor has this new thing. It's this okay. sport body anesthesia spray. Well, the bit was that he was going to talk about it, and then Bernie. B-U-R-N-I-E, get it? The uh-huh. Bernie mascot, the yeah. Miami Heat mascot, came out with boxing gloves to challenge McGregor to a you know, oh, fight, right? Well, so they sparred a little bit that Conor McGregor hits him with a left hook and Bernie just falls down, right? Yeah. As Bernie is on the ground, he hits him again right in the face, like punches him really hard. In the wow. <laughs> he knocked out Bernie. Bernie, Dude, <laughs> Bernie was unconscious. In fact, the cheerleaders had check this out on YouTube. It's hilarious. The cheerleaders had to drag the mascot Bernie well, off the floor because he was unconscious. Luckily, that basketball floor is very slippery. Uh, absolutely, and, yeah, he's, so. and the mascot. It's the plush mascot. Yeah, thing, I mean so. that must have been pretty easy to pull him off of there. Um, what brainiac in the marketing department <laughs> must have thought, you know, let's get Conor McGregor, who's a bit of a loose cannon, <laughs> yeah, evidently. Apparently, jeez. <laughs> uh, however, this isn't the worst mascot mishap of late in the last six months. Oh. You want to hear what happened to Oki? Sure, I'd love to hear. Oki is the mascot for the Delta State um, Fighting Okras. <laughs> I'm not making this up. Delta State in Cleveland, Mississippi, uh-huh. their ma- mascot is the Fighting Okras. Okay. Okay. You know what an okra is? Yeah, yeah sure. Right. Yeah. So vegetable. it's a life-size, you know, a kid presumably dresses up in a life-size okra co- costume. Okay. Well, the Brainiacs, some college intern or whatever, decided, why don't we have wild animals chase okra at halftime? Okay, because of they, yeah, yeah, animals, deers. They had deers, rabbits, um, and chipmunks. Okay, they let them out at halftime to chase Oki around halftime to show the health benefits of okra. Yeah, whatever. Well, Oki suffered multiple <laughs> deer bites and was hospitalized for three days in 2022. That uh, is a bummer. <laughs> that is. is a bummer. So, uh, I still, I. I don't know which one of these is worse. Who's the more Jenkinsy of the two? Well, mascots? you know there was one in Chicago. Do you remember the uh, when the chicken came to Chicago? The San Diego chicken. Yeah. yeah, and he got he he did a bit with the lovable, uh, and she sued him for three hundred thousand dollars for grabbing her or whatever. No, it was like uh, she caused 
uh, he caused her to get like TMJ in her jaw or something with like some, you know, I even wrote a song about it. Oh my God. This is, of course you did. I did. Would you like to hear a little bit of it? When was this song? When was the song? Did you just write it down or no? No, no. It was was in the nineties. All right. I had no idea. Here we go. Here's a story in the news about a chicken on a floor rolling with a lovable. But she really didn't like it, so she thought that she would fight it. She decided that she'd sue. The lovable and chicken trial lasted quite a little while, and we wondered who would win. The cuddly little fellow wearing orange and yellow was so sure that it was him. The chicken don't know what to say now. He thinks he blew it on the stand. The lovable with TMJ now. Okay, yeah, you get she, the point. So she got paid three hundred grand. Yeah. What is TMJ? Uh, it's like a jaw thing, you know, when your uh, jaw's a little out of whack. And did he hit her or something? No, or? they were rolling on the floor, and you know, she got jostled, and yeah. Was there any event from nineteen ninety two to whatever that you didn't write a song about? No, there was not. So uh, what? Yeah. Tr- what? I mean, you did the what? Did you? You didn't do any tragedy. Like, you didn't do a. Tylenol poisoning song. Uh, no, because no, that, that was a little was bit in the eighties. That was a little the, bit before our that's time. That's silly. <laughs> what? What did you do? In, like any like real tragedies? That I, you do? I had. I did a song about uh, when Jeffrey Dahmer died. Okay. Um, to the tune of the night Chicago died, the, okay. the night that Dahmer died. <laughs> And that one we played once, and they came running into the studio and said, never play that again. Never play it again. Anyway. All right. I have a story for you. And this, Your I think. song was great, by the way. <laughs> uh, this, song, or this story is uh, taking care of a problem that I think has uh, been a problem forever. A little league in New Jersey is taking a hands-on approach, and its target is people who curse and yell at volunteers who are umpiring Mm. baseball games for little kids. 10-year-old, 11-year-old. We're talking like, you know, 15-year-old kids that are umpiring. And if you've never seen it, it's it's unbelievable. Well, this uh, this guy in New Jersey is a genius because he has come up with a new code of conduct. Any spectator deemed in violation... You know, of yeah. the no yelling. You suck. Uh, will be banned from the complex until they umpire three games oh, themselves. That's great. That is great. Um, and, you know, if you think about this, basically it's a, uh, you, you don't, you know, you got a problem, you do right. it. Of course. Yeah. And it's turned out that this has actually ended all, the, all yeah, of it. Yeah. It's ended all right. of it. Because once you make them take their time to do something, they're like, screw that. I'm not going to. Have you ever now you didn't get to experience this quite as much because your girls didn't really play that sports for very long. But I have seen some horrific things in my 17 years of being a coach. I once saw a uh, an opposing coach go after a referee Mm -hmm. like he had to be stopped by his team. And we're talking like 10 year old kids. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I saw a, uh, a another coach that had to be physically restrained. I saw a kid, a girl, go after a referee and start mm-hmm. punching him 
And then his her father came running out onto the field and went after the referee. It's like a Sopranos episode. Yeah, it, it was uh, unbelievable. Uh, and that's just in soccer. But Little League is worse. Yeah. I once saw a, a, a father uh, coach on each team have a fist fight at home plate over a call yeah. uh, at, at home plate. It's like, what yeah. in the heck is going on? I remember when I played... Now, this wasn't direct. I mean, it was directed at me. Danny Durst's dad. Okay. Yeah. Ever tell the story? Yeah, but it's a good one. Uh, I was, this is going to come as a shock to you. Yeah. It was not very good. What? I know. Absolutely. I was the, you know, the three and a half inning guy because it was mandated by the <laughs> yeah, laws yeah. of the. of the Right you know, field? <laughs> played a little right field. I also played <laughs> third base a lot. Was it because. Wow. Because players couldn't pull. Maybe then. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, but I remember going up to bat in a crucial situation, and then Danny <laughs> Durst's dad going, "Ugh, why is he batting? He's not going to get a hit." Or uh, <laughs> guess what? I didn't get a hit. I struck out on three pitches. Um, but what the it, the story actually ended good because I saved all my money. I bought the company that Danny Durst's dad worked at <laughs> and fired his ass. That's my that is my vindictive dream. Yeah, I'd never. Um, but yeah, I mean, I remember. Oh, it was freaking brutal. My yeah. dad, uh, I, I, he didn't get to see many of my baseball games, but he came one time to film it. Oh, is this the? And and we still have this home movie. Is this the bat on the shoulder? Uh, it's four times at bat. Where I will go up there, strike one, strike two, strike three. Walk back to the dugout. Another time, strike one, strike two, strike one, walk back to the dugout. It's a film of me striking out four times without swinging a single time. What do you think you're... So how many years did you play Little League? I played through 10th grade. Did you really? So yeah. how many years? I don't know, five, six years, something like that. How many bats did you think you had in those? Oh, hundreds. Yeah. How many hits did you get? Uh Dozens. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah, I think so. It doesn't. Out of, you know, it's still batting like 100. Yeah, yeah. Ever uh, but my on-base percentage was close <laughs> right. to 500. Yeah, because you walk every time. <laughs> hey, I got a uh, review, and this one comes from Mac Jackson. Mac Jackson sounds like a... Mac yeah. Jackson's a guy hey. that we can have a beer with, yeah. don't you think? Hey, Mac Jackson. Uh, from Apple Podcasts, or on Apple Podcasts, this is a fun podcast with a natural conversation. You'll be excited for each new episode, and the guests make it just unpredictable enough. Listen today. And again, that's Mac Jackson on Apple Podcasts. And please rate, subscribe. We yeah. would love to hear from you. Yeah. And if you like Manisha Men, be sure to check out some of the other programs on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. Pick out your favorite new show at opishows.com. Remember, opi is hippo backwards, O-P-P-I-H shows. Com. Time for an, another feature. Time now for Studio Walls. And the words of the prophets were written on the studio walls. Rick and Dave. So this is the part of the show where we reach into the Rick and Dave archives and we pull out something that is appropriate for this week, um, repurposing it um, mm-hmm. and, and, you know, highlighting some of the stuff we've done over the years. This week in 1972, Dave... The biggest X-rated movie of all time. 72. So is that... It's not Debbie Does Dallas. Deep uh, Throat. Deep Throat, of course. Deep Throat was released uh, this week. With Marilla, who was the... I think it was Linda Lovelace. Oh, okay. Um, 
obviously we were too young to see it at the time. We were both nine years old. Um, Striking out in Little League yeah, at the time. Right. But remember when we were in college. In fact, Linda Lovelace was it. He's not going to get a hit. <laughs> Remember when we were in college and the frats would show yeah, that movie like at Lincoln Hall or whatever. Or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, anyway. I remember um, Debbie Does Dallas was the one that. Yeah. That was another, that was another big yeah. one. Well, we've never um, had a porno star on the show until recently, mm-hmm. but we did have one mm-hmm. recently and her name was Maitland Ward. And we had her on a few months back. Now she, you may remember her as an actress on the sitcom Boy Meets World. Mm-hmm. Um, but she has since moved into adult films, which is and doing you know, very well. Yeah, is a and and is really totally cool with well, it. Very intelligent, very nice lady. And and we talked to her a little bit about what that transition was like. And let's let's play a little clip of that for you. Well, so what is the most surprising thing that you've discovered now that you're in this world? I think I was. I don't. I guess I surprised myself with how good I was as a performer and how much I loved it like when I did my my first shoot where I did uh sex with a guy was actually on my own content shoot and uh and when I did it I just like went all for it and afterwards uh the guy who was a professional porn star and I I both of the guys that I ended up working with for my own content were longtime professional porn stars and they taught me a lot and they were very they were great but I asked him, uh, like, what do you remember about that? And he's like, you weren't nervous at all. And it was your first time to have sex actually on film with a guy. And I was I was like, he's right. I wasn't nervous. I, I found this, like, I could just let myself go and just lose myself in this performance. And I, I loved it. And I also, the surprising thing is how normal everyone is. I think there's this mm-hmm. misconception that porn people are, like, scary and taboo and they're weird. They're all regular people who just have sex for a job Mm. and they love what they do most of them but it's like they go home to families and spouses and girlfriends boyfriends whatever they go home to they they're making a living uh with everything with OnlyFans and stuff these days really allow girls to build up businesses and brands that are you know making them wealthy and, and securing them for the future i know so many girls who are going to college and they are not going to have any student debt. They're not going to yeah. have any problems. And they, um, and it's, it's such a, you know, dare I say a godsend for them. <laughs> <laughs> That's Maitland Ward. So she didn't have fake enthusiasm. She had she real enthusiasm. Real enthusiasm. Uh, you know, and we talked to her for, uh, 30 minutes. Or yeah. Time. Actually more like 45 minutes. It's, you should check it out. The whole, I listened to most of it again. We don't this generally morning. last that long, Rick. Yeah. For us, that was a pretty good, pretty good round. Um, it's episode 111. If you want to check it out, Minutia Men Celebrity Interview. Hey, Rick, I got a story here that, uh, I think is pretty much your biggest fear happened in Ecuador. Oh no. All right. Woman declared dead in Ecuador revives during her wake. Oh, no. The health authorities investigate a 76-year-old woman who was declared dead at a hospital in Ecuador astonished her relatives by knocking on her coffin during her wake. Oh, no. And the incident. Oh, my God. (laughs) The incident has prompted a government investigation into the hospital. Relatives left the coffin behind and rushed the retired nurse, Bella Montoya, back to the hospital after the Friday's wake in the central city of Baba Hoyo, um, Ecuador. Yeah. Okay. 
Uh, it gave us all a fright. Barbara, who was uh, her, oh my God. her son, adding that doctors have said his mother's situation still remains dire. Evidently, yeah. being in a coffin scratching, you're not out of the woods oh, yet. Right. Oh, my gosh. And then Ecuador's health ministry said that Montoya was in intensive care Monday, and they are investigating on how a death certificate could possibly have been given. I know what happened. It was probably Friday afternoon, 4.30, and he's yeah. like, you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm out. Yeah, yeah. She's not dead yet. She'll be dead <laughs> yeah, any right. second. By the time yeah. the ink dries. Yeah. Uh, so... Wishing her the best. Yeah. Obviously. Yeah. But here's a hypothetical oh, for God. you. Yeah. Okay. Let's say it's your wake. Like 50, 60 years from now. Oh, yeah. Okay. So far in the future. Right. Um, and I have departed and yeah. your wife has departed and all your family, but your three sons are there. Yeah. Okay. And they're at the front mm-hmm. and they're hearing you scratch at the coffin. Yeah. What are they going to do? Uh, pretend like they don't hear it. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't hear that. What do you Yeah. <laughs> Hey, this herring isn't going to this herring yeah. isn't going to eat itself. So let's go. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Well, that is going to haunt my dreams. Yeah. Thank you for that. Um, I have a Father's Day story because, you know, this weekend, mm-hmm. of course, is Father's Day weekend. And I'm sure our families have giant plans for well, us. Michelle told me I, I can't be in the house all of Saturday because they are going to prepare everything. Really? Yeah. Oh, there's going to yeah. be you know, marching bands. Oh, my God. Yeah. It's going to be huge. Yeah. yeah. Actually, Michelle's golfing. Oh, okay. Good for her. Yeah. Well, Bridget's birthday is this weekend too. So, you know, whatever. Uh, Anyway, with Father's Day quickly approaching, a survey was conducted to find out where dad-isms are most prevalent in the U.S. You know, dad jokes. Yeah. Why fathers reuse, reuse, and re-reuse popular dad jokes. Uh, That's called repurposing. (laughs) And how their partners and kids really feel about them. So here are some key takeaways. You ready? Uh, guess which state is uh, the most popular dad joke state? All right. Well, hold on. A lot of the southern states don't have any humor. Yeah. So. Um, no offense to our southern state listeners. <laughs> uh, uh, I'm going to say Oregon. Pennsylvania. Right. Pennsylvania. Uh, and second is Illinois. Oh. Yeah. Uh, North because Carolina, yeah, it's probably purely just because probably, of yeah. How many uh, dads in uh, Illinois have a parody song ready yeah. on any subject <laughs> matter? Right, right. Uh, cancer got yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. tuberculosis got one. Illinois, North Carolina, Missouri, Tennessee, Colorado, and Nebraska have the highest dad jokes. What is the most popular dad joke in the country? I don't know. Hi, hungry. I'm dad. <laughs> <laughs> the number one most popular dad joke in the country. And here are the uh, the next ones. All right. I'm not sleeping. I'm just resting my eyes. Yeah, okay. Item doesn't ring up on cash register. Does that mean it's free? <laughs> I've done and, that a couple yeah, of times. I sure. have too. We're not lost. We're taking the scenic route. <laughs> uh, uh. And the number one dad joke in mm-hmm. Illinois okay. is, and I have used this one <laughs> Uh, how much money do you need? Yeah, I'll just go out to the money tree out back. <laughs> that is number one. <laughs> Have you ever used that? Oh, yeah. I've done the money tree. I've done, uh, yeah, oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I've flopped out. So it's good right. that we're just living up to our What was the thing stereotype. that your dad would say? 
five cents, five dollars, five hundred dollars. Yeah. What, yeah. Uh-huh. What the five? Do it in yeah. the. Do it in a con art. Five like, cents, five dollars, <laughs> five hundred dollars. Can I do it as Conor McGregor? <laughs> it's five. Five cents. Five. No, I can't. Actually, it was pretty good. Yeah, I can't do it. It's it's time for another feature, though. A random name pulled out of Rick's bowl of brushes with celebrities. Mixture. Collection. Selection. Assemblage. Medley. Assortment. Variety. Time now for Celebrity Potpourri with Rick and Dave. And this is the part of the show where <laughs> you can't stop. <laughs> no, I can't. You can't. It's uh, like an earworm. It's an Irish earworm. It is. This is the part of the show where people send us their emails with uh, celebrity stories. And I got to say, they just keep coming in. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently, you are correct. Everyone's got a story. Everyone's got a story. This one comes from Marty. And I don't know what it was about this story that uh, that Tickled hooked you. me. But uh, let me read it to you. Uh, Rick and Dave, this is kind of an embarrassing story, but I thought you guys would appreciate it. When I was a kid growing up in the suburbs of Chicago, even though I lived in a town with zero black people, I loved black culture. My favorite movie was Car Wash. My favorite TV show was Good Times. When I played, you could do worse than a Car Wash yeah. and a Good Times. What when about I, what's happening? See, I, I bet he liked that too. Uh, when I played basketball, I wore wristbands and a headband like Slick Watts. And I once wrote a fan letter to Jesse Jackson at Operation Push. It was just a phase, although I still loved music from that era. My mom passed away recently, and we were cleaning out her house, and guess what I found? The letter and photo sent to me by Jesse Jackson thanking me for writing him. I hadn't thought about that for 40 years. It looks like a personalized letter. He thanks me for the poem I wrote. Wow. And says he may use it in a speech. Wow. I would love to get a copy of that poem. I have no memory at all of <laughs> writing it. I was 10 years old well, at the time. But you know what? You could make a parody song of that poem, probably. Well, that's true. I could. Yeah. Uh, th- this is a poem that I wrote when I was in sixth grade. It's uh, called Honest Abe. Uh, you ready? <clears throat> Honest Abe, he was called, and we are sure he was not bald. When he was young, he read and read, and even when he was in bed. But until the day he died, he had still never lied. He was one of our leaders, and a good one at that, who always wore a very high hat. And just as he wanted, and just as he got, except for a man with a dangerous plot. John Wilkes Booth was a very bad man, and surely not a Lincoln fan. He put a great leader into his grave who wanted so much to save every slave. Dave Stern, 1974. Well, that's... You know, uh, the Lincoln Museum just asked me for that. <laughs> you have a kindred spirit here in Marty. Uh, so I thought Marty would appreciate that. I would have loved to have heard Abraham Lincoln use that in part of the speech. I would, too. I love how Vinny did the sound effects. Yeah. When did I... I don't ever remember saying... We must have been in the studio. Yeah, we were recording something. But I love yeah. the bullet. Yeah. John Wilkes <laughs> Uh, anyway, so if you go to uh, Minutia Men Celebrity Interview right now, Dave, who is on there? <laughs> it's uh, Shatner's hairpiece, right? It is Shatner's <laughs> hairpiece. Uh, and we got to interview, uh, he's a YouTube star, Shatner's, he goes by Shatner's hairpiece. Yeah. He is a really interesting guy. We had he a is. great conversation about, I mean, he does these guitar solos that can last for four hours and he right. does them on the streets of, of vancouver yeah. of vancouver and he films people's reactions and these and he's got like a million and a half 
subscribers. Yeah, and, and he also has, you know, like 37 million views or something like that. It's just amazing. Uh, and it's great. So yeah. check out our interview and check out Shatner's hairpiece. That's right. All right, we have people to thank. Uh, special thanks to our executive producer, Tony Lasana with opishows.com. Opi is hippo backwards. O-P-P-I-H-shows.com. We're distributed by Ed Silla with Radio Misfits. Great Talk Radio isn't dead. It just moved to a better place. Radiomisfits.com. And we'll be back again next week with a brand new episode of Minutiaman. The preceding was a presentation of Opie Productions. Find our other great shows wherever you find podcasts, including opishows.com. Thank you. This has been a presentation of Opie Productions. Tony, can you shut up?